people-pleasing, how it sabotages weight loss. In this episode, episode number 23, we'll be exploring some weight loss examples and tips on how to know when to say yes and when to say no in order to feel lighter in your mind and body. Hi, I'm Clarenda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free, yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. Are you a people pleaser? Before you answer with a strong yes or no, let me share what Medical News Today writes. A people pleaser personality means a person feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. They may feel that their wants and needs do not matter or alter their personality around others. Now, right from the get-go, I want us to be clear that this isn't about not being kind, loving, or considerate to others. It is not promoting selfishness. So don't let your brain jump from one end of the spectrum to the other like it tends to do. This is meant to help you and those around you. The intention is to be kind, loving, and considerate of others as well as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself is a second commandment that Jesus shared. I grew up hearing that, but the part, as yourself, was somehow overlooked from what was modeled for me. I'm not pointing any fingers. I simply want to share that if we pause and look at that, love your neighbor as yourself. If you aren't loving and kind to yourself, then you are giving others a weakened version of what would be possible if you started by loving yourself first. Think of the intensity of the love that others could then feel and receive from you. It's often easier to love and do for others because in order to do so for ourselves, we have to control our own thoughts, accept our imperfections, and learn how to turn down the volume of our inner critic and do some thought work on how we want to think. So, Let me read that excerpt on people-pleasing again, as hopefully hearing love your neighbor as yourself calmed your brain down a bit in order to be open to considering a different perspective. A people-pleaser personality means a person feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense. They may feel that their wants and needs do not matter or alter their personality around others. Okay, after hearing that from a place of curiosity what do you think? Would you consider yourself a people pleaser? You might be thinking, well, it depends on who the person is. Yeah, if it's someone in your one inch square, like we talked about last week, then it's often harder to say no to them. Now let's bring in how this might be influencing your weight loss or other health goal. Since you clicked on this topic, you may notice that you tend to people please. You may be feeling frustrated with what seems like two steps forward and then one step back, or some days it's one step forward and two steps back. 
part of that reason might be from pressure. And I'm saying pressure in air quotes, as it might simply be an offer or request from someone else, but you are feeling pressure from what you are thinking about their request. Hang in and we'll unravel this a bit more as we look at how people pleasing may be sabotaging your goals, mainly your health goals for this episode. Then next week, we will move into how people pleasing affects our relationships. Have you ever felt pressured to have one more? One more drink, one more dessert, one more serving, watch one more show, or stop for ice cream when you aren't a bit hungry? Unless you are a supernatural person, you probably can recall at least one incident when you felt influence or pressure to say yes, when you really wanted to stick to what you wanted, which was to pass on the offer. And there are so many reasons why we do this. And we'll touch on a few today to get you started. There are societal norms and expectations that we think we have to conform to when really we don't have to. There is no fast rule that you have to have a birthday cake on your birthday. Now, I've had a fun bantering debate before with a past boyfriend who almost thought it was a cardinal sin to not have a birthday cake. On some birthdays, I enjoy a piece of cake, and on other years, I don't have cake. I choose something else instead that I really want. This isn't a debate on whether you should or shouldn't. It's simply an example of considering what you really want rather than feeling pressured to have it. It's important to be true to your goals and values. As you will see in next week's episode, it can mean saying yes to something you don't want to do, but you choose to do so and like your reasons for saying yes. And it can also mean saying no and being willing to deal with the uncomfortableness that may follow. Here's a common scenario my clients share with me and that I've also experienced. They have a goal of losing X amount of pounds or inches by a certain date. But first, let me share four of the most common reasons why they want to lose weight, as you can probably relate to at least one. One, they want to comfortably and confidently fit into an outfit for a special occasion or a vacation. Two, they want to get off of or lower their blood pressure meds, heartburn medication, or get out of the pre-diabetic range. Three, they want to have more energy, be able to take the stairs, or take the stairs without feeling they're gasping at the top, and sleep better without being medicated. Four, they want to feel more comfortable with their face on video, feel at ease with their head-to-toe body in pictures, or not be all up in their head wondering how they look or what others are thinking when giving a presentation. So they have created a plan for the next day. Yes, we only plan one day ahead in the Fuel Light Mind and Body program, unless planning for the full week is working for you consistently and is sustainable. Most people I find tire and give it all up, so I recommend only one day ahead as it's something I know I can do for life if I want to. So back to this scenario. They've given themselves food that they like for their plan and are committed to keeping their hunger hormones in balance so they can easily rely on the hunger scale to determine when they will eat and when they've had enough. But surprise, it's a team member's birthday, so cake and punch are brought in at 3 p.m. to celebrate. They aren't a bit hungry. Maybe they even say, no, thank you, when the plate of cake is passed to them the first time. And then someone notices that they don't have a piece yet and announces that they need one, that they were missed. So 
They can choose to people please, to not disappoint anyone, but at whose expense? Theirs. They are disappointing themselves at not having their own back. They are not honoring the time spent planning. They are sabotaging their efforts to reach their goal. They are raising their insulin levels again. If they continue to be at the beck and call of everyone else's desire for them, they may never reach their goal, or it will be a crazy roller coaster ride in getting there. Yes, everyone likes when you enjoy something they offer, but do you end up liking your choice after the fact? Do you like the result of feeling too full? Do you like how you feel when you realize you haven't had your own back and it is keeping you farther away from your goal? Those little, just this one time, have a way of adding up, don't they? Darn it, if only they didn't, but they do. Sneaky little sentences in our mind that sabotage our progress and lead to frustration and discouragement. They play or wear us down on what we believe is possible for us. And I could go on. Now, here's another scenario. Maybe they know ahead of time that there's going to be a celebration and plan their nutrition around that. They choose to enjoy a piece of cake because they truly want to. As my clients hear me say very often, as long as they like their reasons for doing so now and also the next day, or as it gets closer to their goal date, then honor what you want and don't beat yourself up for it. That's right, because that will leave you feeling a lot of negative emotions. And what's the automatic quickest way to feel better? Give yourself a shot of dopamine, the feel-good hormone, by indulging in more and perpetuating the cycle. It really comes down to getting clear, remembering your why and values, and being honest with what you do and don't want. If you haven't listened to last week's episode titled, Whose Opinion Matters to You?, then I encourage you to do so. Listen even to the episode before that, where a client shares the number one empowering thought that helped her lose 20 pounds in eight weeks, after being at a standstill in spite of efforting for an entire year post-weight loss surgery and losing 100 pounds. Hey, really? You should just binge listen to them all and get empowered. And while you're listening, if you're finding value, please leave a review. It really, really helps me to get this podcast out to more people. In closing, remember, your goals are important. Your time is important. Your choices are important. You are worth saying no thank you to, oh, you've got to have this and try this. I know you'll love it. If you really don't want that for your future self, the person who is so happy after reaching her weight loss or another health goal, you are worth saying, let me check my schedule and get back to you. If you have a workout on your calendar or a bedtime set for 9.30 p.m., and it's not a crisis situation, then take that pause and ask yourself, what do I really want and need most? You can also ask yourself, is there a way to do both? Does it have to be at that time that they are requesting? Then from that answer, ask, will I regret saying yes or no later? Is a feeling of regret less than the feeling of accomplishment? Only you know. But remember, It doesn't have to feel selfish to keep your cup full. You are worthy of doing so. And then, oh, the joy of serving from pouring from the abundant overflow of the saucer. It will be authentic, powerful, and full of so much love. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. 
From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.